0: I am Srimati Karuna, the director of the Gandhi Memorial Center in Washington, D.C. I bring to you this series, Speaking of Gandhi, sharing the messages from the life of the Mahatma. Mahatma Gandhi said that Ahimsa, in its positive form, means the largest love, the greatest charity, He said that when Ahimsa becomes all-embracing, it transforms everything it touches. There is no limit to its power. And he understood that. Gandhiji made a conscious and constant effort to apply this principle of Ahimsa, love, in his everyday life. Ahimsa is living so as to realize the absolute oneness of life. It is in its unfoldment and expression of the highest potential of love, compassion, and understanding. Ahimsa is the art of living. Love lifts us out of our personal environment. It recognizes a spiritual kinship with the souls of all beings and nature, and that that same spirit permeates all. The meaning of Ahimsa must first be known within the heart and then lived. Thinking and meditating on the qualities of our heart purify, increase, and reveal a creative and dynamic force within us. It is what Gandhiji called soul force. A universalized heart has the capacity to be gentle to everyone, to do without lesser things, to forgive with ease, and to even love adversaries. When the heart is ruled by love, the mind and senses automatically follow. Ahimsa a virtue that is often designated in English as non-injury this does not clearly convey its profound philosophical principle ahimsa means abstention from causing pain to oneself or others through thought word or deed thus it is a negative term but for the positive principle Of love. The spiritual implication of ahimsa is primarily subjective and intensely personal. Injury is the deliberate repulsion of oneself from one's own universal and absolute self. Gandhiji is one of the greatest exponents of the principle and practice of this non injury of ahimsa. It is really to live in and by the positive power of soul. Gandhiji found ways to realize the loftiest dimensions of ahimsa in the most humble daily practices. Gandhiji said, Not to hurt any living thing is no doubt a part of ahimsa, but it is its least expression. The principle of ahimsa is hurt by every evil thought, by undue haste, by lying, by hatred, by wishing ill to anybody. It is also violated by our holding on to what the world needs. Patience, humility, tolerance, understanding, respect. These are the ways of nonviolence. The basic foundation of ahimsa begins with a charitable thought, a kind word, an act of service toward another human being. When our very nature revolves around such an existence, there is no doubt in our mind as to how to approach a difficult situation or how to resolve a conflict because we have already fortified our heart and mind to be flexible, creative, and fearless. We have the strength to endure. We are not controlled by our anger. Rather, we gain the discipline to constructively direct our energy. This is what Gandhiji hoped for humanity, that individuals would find enough strength of character to realize a higher calling than the ugliness and brutishness that could otherwise pull us down. The desire to do good, to be charitable, and to contribute to the welfare of all comes only through pure love, such love is not just a preference for some familiar persons or conditions to others. It is the awareness that all life is one and interrelated, progressing from one source to one goal. The practice of ahimsa is as broad as life itself and consists of our daily efforts to convert the negative demands of our selfish ego into the positive expressions of the soul. This requires constant vigilance, subtle thinking, and above all, great love. Gandhiji offered this little story from his childhood. He published this illustration in Harijan newspaper on May 27, 1939. Listen to these words of Mahatma Gandhi. Read by Mr. Fred Dixon
1: When I was a little child, there used to be two blind performers in Rajkot. One of them was a musician. When he played on his instrument, his fingers swept the strings with an unerring instinct, and everybody listened spellbound to his playing. Similarly, there are chords in every human heart. If we only knew how to strike the right chord, we would bring out the music.
0: Gandhiji said, If therefore we achieve that purity of the heart, when it is emptied of all but love, if we keep all the chords in proper tune, they trembling pass in music, out of sight. Listen now to Gandhiji's own words describing... The Law of Love, Ahimsa.
1: Love is the strongest force the world possesses, and yet it is the humblest imaginable. Love will make life bearable for you, because love has a special quality of attracting abundance of love in return. Love and truth are faces of the same coin, and both very difficult to practice, and the only things worth living for. A person cannot be true if he does not love all God's creatures. Truth and love are there for the complete sacrifice. Without truth there is no love. It is my firm belief that it is love that sustains the earth. There only is life where there is love. Life without love is death. Love is the reverse of the coin of which the obverse is truth. If love was not the law of life, life would not have persisted in the midst of death. Life is a perpetual triumph over the grave. If there is a fundamental distinction between man and beast, it is the former's progressive recognition of the law and its application in practice to his own personal life. All the saints of the world, ancient and modern, were each, according to his light and capacity, a living illustration of that supreme law of our being. Scientists tell us that without the presence of the cohesive force amongst atoms that comprise this globe of ours, it would crumble to pieces and we would cease to exist. And even as there is a cohesive force in blind matter, so must there be in all things animate, and the name for that cohesive force among animate beings is love. We notice it between father and son, between brother and sister, friend and friend. But we have to learn to use that force among all that lives. In the use of it contains our knowledge of God. Hatred ever kills. Love never dies. Such is the vast difference between the two. What is obtained by love is retained for all time. What is obtained by hatred proves a burden in reality, for it increases hatred. The duty of a human being is to diminish hatred and to promote love. The law of love, call it attraction, affinity, cohesion, if you like, governs the world. The universe continues in spite of destruction incessantly going on. Truth triumphs over untruth, love conquers hatred. We will have ample cause to congratulate ourselves if we learn to substitute the law of love in society for that of the jungle. And instead of harboring ill will and enmity in our bosoms against those whom we regard as our enemies, we learn to love them as actual and potential friends. The world is full of violence, himsa, and nature does appear to be red in tooth and claw. If man has a divine mission to fulfill, a mission that becomes him, it is that of non violence, ahimsa. The religion of non violence is not meant merely for rishis and saints, it is meant for the common people as well. Non-violence is the law of our species, as violence is the law of the brute. The dignity of man requires obedience to such higher law to strengthen the spirit. Man as animal is violent, but his spirit is non-violent. The moment he awakes to the spirit within, he cannot remain violent. Either he progresses towards ahimsa, Or rushes toward his doom. That is why the prophets and the avatars have taught the lesson of truth, harmony, brotherhood, justice, all attributes of ahimsa. Nonviolence is, therefore, in its active form, goodwill toward all life. It is pure love. I read it in the Hindu scriptures, in the Bible, and in the Quran. Nonviolence is a perfect state. It is a goal toward which all humanity moves naturally, though unconsciously. Though I realized more than ever how far I am from that goal, for me the law of love is the law of my being. Each time I fail, my effort shall be all the more determined for my failure. Non-violence means a notion of compassion. It means shedding from us every trace of ill-will for others. It does not mean abjectness, or timidity, or fleeing in fear. It means, on the contrary, firmness of mind and courage, a resolute spirit. Let us resolve that we will never give up the pursuit of truth. To follow truth, the only right path in this world is that of nonviolence. Nonviolence means an ocean of love whose vastness no one has ever been able to measure. If it fills us, we would be so large-hearted that we would have room in it for the whole world. I know this is difficult to achieve, but not impossible. Nonviolence is a living force. No one has ever been or ever will be able to measure its limits or its extent. Nonviolence means universal love. It implies compassion for all living beings and the resultant strength to sacrifice himself. Since many mistakes may be made while this love expresses itself, we cannot give up the quest for the whole of this dharma. Even the mistakes committed while seeking the pure path take us a step forward in the quest. Nonviolence implies love, compassion, and forgiveness. The Shastras describe these as the virtues of the brave. This courage is not physical, but mental. Nonviolence is a great vow. It is more difficult than walking on the edge of a sword. If you really want to cultivate nonviolence, you should take a pledge that, come what may, you will not give way to anger or order about members of your household or lord it over them. You can thus utilize trifling little occasions in everyday life to cultivate non-violence in your own person and teach it to your children. Non-violence is not like a garment to be put on and off at will. Its seat is in the heart, and it must be an inseparable part of our very being. Ahimsa is the attribute of the soul, and therefore, to be practiced by everybody in all the affairs of life. If it cannot be practiced in all departments, it has not practical value.
0: What Gandhiji comprehended, advocated, and most important lived is a complete yoga of love. I look forward to sharing with you more messages from the life of Mahatma Gandhi. As he said, my life is my message.